just who was who was that? That's uh, who was that? What's that movie? Y'all ready for this? No, all right, all right. All right. Who who is that? That's the uh, it's kind of people. Yeah, people always say I look like him. If I had, if I just had hair, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, that was I'm lying. Hey, it's good that you guys are joining us for authentic chat. It is Pastor Corey and myself, and uh, we are closing out the book of Jeremiah. Yeah. So, uh, man, we we had uh, we've had fun with that. Uh, it was a great series. I I I learned a ton. Yeah. I mean, I really did. I'm hoping. Um, that we are able to, I'm going to find my phone because I'm going to plug in on the uh, live to oh, see. Yeah. To the comments? Yeah, to see who's commenting. And uh, so if you if you are streaming live right now, I need you to give me a hello, what's up, how you doing? And uh, so that we can answer questions or have that discussion. And uh, so here we go. Just uh, live. Is this it? Oh, I got I da- I got download the app. <laughs> Don't do so, it. All right, so I, I uh, in full confession, I have deleted Facebook from my phone so that uh, so they don't know my every move. So <laughs> I will I'll give them a little bit of my time here. But uh, before so while that's downloading and I'm getting uh, interaction, so if you are watching on Facebook Live, uh, we need your comments and we got a giveaway. Brand Excellent. new hats. Scarlet and Gray, just in time for Buckeyes this Saturday. Uh, we will try to get it to you in time. They are they're sharp. They're sweet looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is um, yeah. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll be giving that away. Let's how many should we give away? Uh, let's give three of them away. First three. First three. First three people or first co- uh, questions like relevant. First questions. three questions. I think we need relevant questions. First three submitted questions. All right. All right. Gets a giveaway. So first three. With, uh, first three that give me some good Jeremiah like, series questions. That's right. We got people from Sunday. How about this? Or they could be questions somewhat related to what took place this weekend. Okay. Not on Sunday, but on Saturday when we had absolutely a little extra. Okay. So we got the so George Dion, which uh, I don't have that anymore, but that that was a phenomenal week. Uh, Saturday. Uh, George D. Young from Holland, Michigan, was with us here at Authentic Church. Uh, we partnered with uh, Talmudine Studies, and they <laughs> they did an awesome job uh, yeah. bringing him in. We got to host it, and yeah, he's a phenomenal teacher. Man, the, so w- we were going to actually. They, so the, originally, they were going to be putting those on uh, YouTube and then selling uh, access to that so people could right. watch it. They decided to go ahead and give those away. Free, so you can go watch nice. what happened here. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be posting that here to, real soon. Uh, we'll, we'll probably follow up on the link, uh, but it was be great. man. That was the first 15 minutes. I was sitting there going, "What?" Yeah. It just it was amazing. It was really good content, and yeah, he he is a very much a teacher. You know what I mean? Yeah, and um, some pretty some pretty deep stuff, but he made it. He made it so relevant. Yeah. He made it so tangible. It was it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was deep because I mean he was going into into the Hebrew and here's Lord and here's God and here's Lord yeah. and you're and but then when he brings it in you're like oh yeah just some uh, things that normally would just fly right over right. my head and and most people who read the Bible those things that we don't take the time to really dig into goes over our head and it's not like we're ignorant it's that it goes over our head just simply because we don't we don't have the equipment like he said 
that he taught us, that he yeah. gave us to be able to see the things that are kind of hidden in the text. And I've actually brought that up on uh, on Sunday. One of my points was we got learning community, and um, yeah. they. Uh, so when he when he said that we had to learn a community, that it was so powerful because we got George Young here, who has spent decades studying the Word of God in its context, and then we're able to jump in on it and learn from him. And those of us that learn from him can now pass it on. So man, the, that that community isn't just on a Saturday. We're talking about this right now is taking it to that next level in community and relationship and 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 it going it along. Yeah. Yeah. It's the original social networking, right? Which was the churches and acts. That's where it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. From house to house, sharing with one another, caring for one another. Yeah. All right. So, hey, I'm going to give some shout outs because we got people. Uh, Jet is watching from Detroit. Dave has said howdy. Matthew's giving us a wave. Uh, uh, Jeannie McDonald might happen to be my mom since she learned so much in the series. I hope we, I hope we listen better. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Cool. And uh, she asked, where can we access Saturday's content? I'm going to, once the uh, once Talmudine posts it, we will uh, give you that access as well. So, um, yeah. So, good stuff happening. Yeah. Make sure, so we got, I haven't had any questions, though. So, post a question, any questions. Like, like as we're talking, you can be like, hey, wait a minute, stop, go back, uh, cover that. Uh, so, let me, uh, man, we, it was, so Jeremiah the uh, the prophet who's the the, the crying prophet the weeping prophet there's all and uh, one of the biggest things I've taken away from this is Jeremiah had a love for his community and if there's nothing else that we can't take well there's two things if I could take two things away if I could cap up the six weeks that we spent in Jeremiah I'd cap it up in two ways one is what what do we do in our community that loves them so much that it makes us weep for them. Those that are disconnected, those that have been hurt, those that aren't listening. Uh, we're really good at, at getting out there and, and, and condemning people, but we gotta get, we gotta get to a place where we are, um, we're loving them in such a way that we have the same amount of grace that God has from, if you'll just come back, mm-hmm. if you'll just come back. Yeah, and not be so quick to judge, but to be, to be ready to step in like God did, yeah. rubbed himself in the flesh because he couldn't stand it any longer to see the brokenness and the separation. It's like, I think of that song, God, give me your eyes, mm. the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, I think maybe it's Matthew West or something like that, but he just talks about, God, give us the give us your eyes so that we see things the way you see them and we see people the way you see them. We see the situations that they're going in instead of quickly yeah. casting judgment, like you said. I think Christians, we're... We're we're good in that department. People know what we're what we stand against. Yeah. Right. I think maybe people sometimes just need us to know that we are for them because God is for them. It may not be for what they're doing, their action. Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. But we're for them as a human being. We're for them, and we need to bring the love of God to them. And sometimes that's just stepping into their situation and just being there. Yeah. You know, not necessarily doing anything specific, but just being there for them. I think the other thing, uh, the other thing that um, that we we've gotten really good at, we almost and we, I know we don't mean this, but we almost seem like we're excited to pe- tell people they're going to hell. Yeah. Rather than going, I don't want you to go to hell. Yeah. 
Uh, and not even use it in such a negative like, oh, you know. But I, I want what's best for you. I, mm-hmm. I, I want, I want God. I want you to have the relationship that I have with God. That doesn't mean you're going to duplicate it. That's another thing from Jeremiah. It's not about uh, it, uh, repeating that. What's Re- the reinventing the wheel. Well, no, uh, it's about uh, looking at it and following it. It's the it's inspiration, not uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Copying it, copy and paste. You said it Sunday, but I can't think of what it is. Yeah, but anyways, um, man, um, yeah, there are, um, there's just a, there's just a moment where we got to step back and say we got to love our community in in radical ways. Um, and um, the second thing, if I could, the, number one, love our community in such a way. Number two, is we've got to value the Word of God. We've got to get the Word of God back into that place of value in our lives that is, um, it's, it's got to be our foundation. And that's what I talked about this past Sunday. Yeah. Is uh, it's got to be the foundation for our lives. So let me, let me go back real quick because it's basically all of Jeremiah is God giving Jeremiah the words to speak to the people. And over and over and over again, they disregard it. It got really bad. Uh, in Jeremiah chapter 36, verse 21, uh, Jeremiah has sent his servant to, he, so they've written down the word. He's gone to the temple. He's reading it. The king hears about it. It's past, you know, the uh, uh, telephone game has been played, and the king hears about it. And he brings, says, bring the word of God. I want to hear it. And when he brings it, as it's being read to him, he's cutting it and pieces and throwing it into the fire. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, if you follow the book of Jeremiah and knowing that it's not written in um, yeah, chronological. chronological, thank you, chronological order, we get, there's a reason why this is put at this moment that it's a pinnacle of yeah. everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And here, right before the, the complete fall of Jerusalem is, is the king Throwing like in a physical representation of everything yeah. that the people have done to the Word of God up to this point. Just the spoken Word of God. Yeah. yeah. And now it's been spoken. Now it's been written yeah. and repeated again, spoken three times. Mm-hmm. They've ignored it to the point that they're now burning it in the fire. Their leaders burning it in the fire. And uh, it's just total, just yeah. total disrespect, disregard for the Word of God. And then, uh, th- then you get to the what so. Babylon is taken part. Jeremiah gets uh, um, he brought him before the king, and uh, they ask him for his advice, and he says, "Oh well, uh, I'm, not, I'm done giving you advice because one, you're not going to listen to me, or you're going to if you if I tell you the truth, you're going to hate it so much you're going to kill, want to kill me, and if if you do listen and don't kill me, you're going to ignore me anyways. If I give you advice, you're not going to listen. Right. So why should I do it?" <laughs> So he gets to all that. Babylon comes in, defeats Jerusalem, and then the people, the remnant that's left, come to Jeremiah and say, Jeremiah, bro, listen, we need you. We need you to go before your God, and we need to know what yeah. we're supposed to do. And this time, it's all the way there. Uh, let's see if I can find that real quick. Um, uh, this is what he says. Uh, it, oh, verse uh, 46, or 40, uh, chapter 42, verse 1. They're like, hey, we need to know uh, our petition and whatever he wants us to do. We're going to listen to him, um, and so we're going to we're going to follow him. So please hear our petition, pray to the Lord, entire for the for as you see, 
Um, oh, here, here verse, uh, may the Lord be a true and faithful witness uh, against us if we do not act in accordance to everything the Lord God sends you to tell us. So they're sending them away. Please, tell, we need to know what the Lord wants to do. Mm-hmm. And then they even add this. Because they know there's got to be this back of their mind. We've been f- ignoring the word of God over and over again. Mm-hmm. It says, um, uh, he says, whether it is favorable or unfavorable, we will obey the Lord our God to whom we are sending you so that it will go well with us for we will obey the Lord our God. So they, they claim they're going to obey the Lord mm-hmm. our God. So um, I'm going to look here real quick, make sure we got questions. Hey, we need questions. We're giving away this hat. Those of you that are jumping in, we're giving away a hat. Three, three of them. them. First three questions. First three questions. It doesn't even have to be great questions. It just well, yeah. Let's, I'll say this. This is what I learned on Saturday. A disciple is. Ooh. You ready? You yes, know I know where you're going. A disciple is defined not by the answers that they have, but by the questions that they ask. Man, that hit home for me big time because I've always felt like, man, there's so much I don't know. The more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. And I go, okay, if I don't know this, like, I have no business doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> but in reality, it, it it is that way, but that's exactly what God wants to use. He wants to use someone who's curious enough, willing enough to admit, God, I need your wisdom, and I need to ask good questions. It doesn't matter if I have all the answers. I need to find out what the questions are to ask to to get to the point where I have that wisdom. Yeah. So it's all about asking the right so questions. So let's get the questions in. No question is a dumb question. Uh, so uh, no questions. Here's They're asking a good question. Yeah. But good questions have to be followed up with great obedience. Mm-hmm. So he, this is where they fail miserably because they yeah. say, we'll do whatever you want us to do. So God specifically says, don't go to Egypt. He says, hey, I, um, whatever you do, Stay here in Jerusalem. Don't go to Egypt. You don't need to f- fear Nebuchadnezzar. You just need to stay here. <laughs> and they're like, Jeremiah, you're lying. Yeah. We're going to Egypt. And then they take Jeremiah and uh, Baruch, and they take them to Egypt. Uh, I didn't get into the, all of this in, um, on, uh, on Sunday, but so they take them to Egypt. Uh, on the way, God speaks to Jeremiah again, says, bury these stones. This is going to... Uh, King uh, of Babylon is going to come capture all this. Everything that you have been saying would follow them is going to follow them. So again, repeats itself, and then we find out that in fact King uh, Nebuchadnezzar comes in and takes all of what Egypt had in its possession of the Gaza Strip and all that area. They lose it all and end up being in a position where they exactly where God told them to be. Yeah. And uh, man, we got to. I want I want so badly for us for us to be a church that is has its foundation uh, in the Word of God. We got to have a foundation in the Word of God. Yeah, it's the only place to start, and it's the only place to grow from. Yeah, like you take the the simple idea of building on a foundation. You said it on Sunday. If you want the quality of a building, yeah, and and if and if you want if you want a house that's flimsy and you know, disposable, then build on a crappy foundation. Yeah. <laughs> if you want a house that's going to be sturdy, sturdy enough to support you, your family, your, your, you know, your children, your children's children, if you want to build a legacy, build it upon God's Word. Yep. The fundamentals of God's Word, the truths of God's Word, that's where you want to build the foundation of your life. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Foundational. So Keith, winner of the first half. All right, Keith. Says, do you think Jeremiah was frustrated with all of this and just wanted to give up and walk away from it all? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's why it's called the weeping prophet. Um, is because he was, you know, he, he did weep. He did get frustrated about it. He called out to God over and over again. And, uh, yeah, man, it was, can you imagine? But in that is the lesson that speaks to me is he didn't. Yeah. He, he wanted to, I'm sure. And instead of driving him to the point of, I give up. You know what, you guys are on your own. Mm-hmm. He said, no, God called me to this. My heart breaks for God's people. So every time they say no, they're not they're not rejecting me. They're rejecting God. That breaks my heart. He didn't take it personal, right? I guess um, no. And, and there have been several times where he could have, especially when they abused, basically who he was. They said you're someone that God speaks to, and God speaks through you, speaks to us on on your like on our behalf. So please tell us. We'll do whatever you say. Then he does it, and they completely reject him. Yeah, but I think it, it is uh, it's important. Jeremiah had his foundation in the Word of God. That's over and over again. Whether it was for the people that he was speaking to or for himself, mm-hmm. he would begin, this is the word of the Lord. Right. This is the word of the Lord. And he would begin with that as his foundation. And so, yes, he was frustrated, but he didn't give up. He right. kept going. He stayed faithful. And he kept his foundation in the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so, um, real quick, um, the couple things that we need to make sure that we um, we we have when we are putting our foundation in the Word of God is that we have the we question the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this and because I, I worded it intentionally this way, so we question the Word of God and pe- immediately people are like question it in a way that is um, uh, and uh, you can't trust it. That's mm-hmm. not that's not what we're talking about. We're, when you read the Word of God, you want to ask the Word of God. It's it's a dialogue yeah. with us. So why is it saying this to us? What what's it speaking to us and so to ask the questions, and that means if we're going to be asking questions, we have to be investing in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means we have to be spending time in it. Uh, I know many times when you begin, it begins very difficult. It's hard to understand. Uh, and I, a couple things I mentioned about investing in it is investing number one in, in a translation that you understand. Right. Uh, what translation do you like to read from? My favorite translation is the NLT. NLT. So that's the one I typically Just to read. Yeah. From. Yeah. Um, and I think the easiest to read is NLT and NIV. Um, and I would even say, if you want to, if you're if you're beginning this, uh, go into a paraphrase, um, like the message, yeah. which isn't it. So there's the there's the the strict translations, which are ESV, uh, the NSAB, which is one of my favorites, uh, are strict translations. So they're uh, they, they, we call it word for word. It's not technically word for word, but then then there's the um, thought for thought. Which is the NLT NIV, yeah. um, and they all both of those types of translations both go back to the original language. Mm-hmm. The paraphrase takes an English translation, mm-hmm. and then that brings it even into a a, a, a simpler, I, I guess, a, a language that yeah. flows right. a little bit easier. So it kind of modernizes yeah. it. Yeah, and Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message, mm-hmm. uh, did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to start there, by all means. It is about getting in the Word of God, investing right. your time right. and your effort. Another thing is to invest in the study Bible. That's yep. where it's going to take a little money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say this. If, if people, if there's anybody out there that doesn't, um, that's struggling, um, uh, but that's, uh, they don't feel like they have the, the, the extra cash, 
we'll, we'll figure out a way to get them to study Bible. Absolutely. Um, so don't ever let that be a, um, a, a, a deterrent to yeah. not getting into the Word of God. Of course. Um, and then, um, the, uh, so when we're investing in the Word of God, uh, the other thing that I said was that um, we got to do it in, in community. Um, so then we got to let the Word of God change us. And then uh, the, we got to use it as a weapon. And yeah. this is where kind of like we need to land the plane today, but got to get the word of God. This is described to us as the sword that God has given to us. It's offensive, and we get to use it mm-hmm. that way. So, uh, man, 20 minutes goes by so fast. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, man, you got anything to add? I mean, I, I, I really I loved all of those points, but the one that I landed on, and to be honest with you, on Sunday, you you kept going with let the word of God change you. Use, but I'm I'm sitting there looking at investing in the word of God. I mean, you use the illustration of the the cost going up when you invest in something like you you, you talked about that, <laughs> that steak that you ate. Wagyu beef. Yeah, but but it, it I don't I don't think I'll ever get to a point. Maybe not. I shouldn't say <laughs> never. Where I want to be able to spend that kind of money on. But if I ever am there, the way you described it makes me want to pull the trigger. But anyway. That's anything in life. The cost goes up. When you are w- willing to invest in something, I mean, when, when you when you fell in love with Jolene, when I, when I fell in love with, with Becca, as we're falling in love, I'm not I'm not counting how much it's going to cost me, right, mm-hmm. the engagement ring. It's I want to marry her. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. So what is it? What is that thing? And for me, I, I have it here. But what is that thing that the Spirit of God is, is telling you? Maybe you're listening on this podcast. Maybe it was on Sunday. I don't know. But what is that thing that you, you're not willing to go there? It's it's the one thing you're like, I don't know. I don't. That costs too much for me to invest in the Word of God. And then ask yourself, is that worth the founda- the crappy foundation? Because to have that found that solid foundation, you have to invest in the foundation, yeah. right? So. Mm-hmm. That's where I landed. That's that's the thing that's been kind of beating me up this week is and challenging me this week is what what am I willing to do? What investments am I willing willing to make? Right? Yeah. In order to, to go where I know God wants me to go. Uh, yeah. So that's good. So this uh, upcoming Sunday we start a new series. Uh, it's a short series. Uh, we call it Everyday Saints. Uh, and you uh, you and yeah. my, we're both we're uh, we're uh, teaming up on this one. So this is gonna be fun. Great. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, some. We're looking at uh, for those of you that are going to be joining us this Sunday. We're going to be looking at some uh, biblical characters that don't get the justice they deserve, and yeah. we kind of just kind of glide over them. So we're yeah. going to jump onto some of them, give you some context into who these get people were, and why they're important for us to uh, what their day to day lives mm-hmm. were so important to what we have today in the Word of God. Yeah, these these, these weren't the the famous Bible characters. That we've all learned about, um, even people who are not followers of Jesus have heard of these, you know, biblical heroes. But every person who follows Jesus Christ yeah. is a hero in my book. And these people, I'm, I'm almost positive you didn't hear about them in your Sunday school class. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, uh, will you do uh, us the honor of uh, closing us out in prayer? Yeah, absolutely. Lord Jesus, we just uh, come before you and we're thankful to have the opportunity to continue to study your text and to continue to follow after you. God, we are seeking your heart and your wisdom. God, we just pray that you continue to reveal yourself to us and reveal 
the places that you are leading us. God, we follow after you with all of our heart. God, we just pray over this podcast, God, the places that it will go and the people that it will reach. God, we pray over them that you will bless it and use it to advance your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, we love you guys. See you soon.